You're listening to a classic business podcast as heard on Classic 1027. 1027. Clicks, which has South Africa's largest chain of retail pharmacies, has increased its final dividend by more than a third, a 1.1 billion rand payout after COVID-19 boosted online sales as well as its bulk medicines distributions unit. Group headline earnings grew 12.2% to 1.9 billion rand, while turnover was up 9.6% to 34.4 billion rand. The owner of Musica and the Body Shop upped its final dividend by 37.6%. Not bad going for a period which was also dominated by the EFF hair advert saga and I'm joined now by CEO Vikesh Ramsunder. Vikesh, good evening. You did say that COVID-19 has put pressure on the group in terms of your restricted trading hours and obviously additional expenses incurred, though obviously some business lines benefited. Just take me through the, the mix of effects of COVID-19 in these results. Good evening, Michael, and obviously good evening to listeners. So, you know, with COVID-19, you've certainly seen an upsurge in preventative uh, health care. So vitamins and supplement sales performed uh, exceptionally well, as well as uh, customers having to stay at home and, uh, you know, cooking appliances, electrical appliances, electrical beauty products, because salons were closed. Those were some of the categories that did very well for us uh, over this period. What didn't perform so well was color cosmetics. Uh, you know, obviously, with ladies not going to work at the moment, uh, working from home, uh, etc., uh, was had muted sales and then fine fragrances. But skincare uh, did very, very well. Uh, obviously, with the, you know people using masks, uh, etc. So quite a, a mixed bag uh, of performance. Uh, but certainly the winner here was was health. You know, vitamins and supplements were up uh, over 23%. Well, we usually talk about the lipstick effect, meaning that uh, beauty retailers in particular can weather recessions. But there was no lipstick effect because of uh, the masks, as you mentioned. Uh, but we're certainly seeing the health effect come through in these results. And also in distribution, your um, uh, medicines distribution unit, United Pharmaceutical Distributors, UPD, uh, obviously saw strong growth due to this increased demand for medicines and healthcare products. Uh, I think 11.7% the turnover growth that I saw there to 23.6 billion rand. You've also gained market share. You must be ideally placed to uh, distribute that vaccine when it arrives. I, I would think absolutely. So I would say two, two things. One is obviously as the country's largest wholesaler, we have the capability to, to distribute the vaccine uh, when it arrives. And also as the country's largest uh, pharmacy retailer, because it's very important that when the vaccine does arrive, uh, and that could be in a year, in two years, whenever that is, we are able to you know, administer that to as many of the public or people in, in, the, in society as quick as possible that want the vaccine. So I think the group is ideally placed to deal with that event if it ever comes through. How does a distribution of, of that scale uh, work in effect? Do you, do you have to go out and tender for it? Just give me an insight into um, how government might uh, approach distributing the vaccine as broadly as possible. Well, it depends. I, I mean, I'm really not sure to be fair. I would be guessing on how this would happen, but I would assume that a manufacturer would be licensed to produce the vaccine. Uh, that, manager, uh, that manufacturer would then look for an outlet to distribute that. Uh, and you could distribute it to multiple wholesalers, uh, etc. And UPD being the largest wholesaler with the 29% market share, 
would be would have mm. the, you know, the largest amount of wheels and trucks and facilities to do that. Undoubtedly, and uh, a growing store network as well. You opened 39 stores during the year, bringing your total retail footprint to 743 stores. Uh, pharmacy network was increased to 585 with the opening of 40 new pharmacies. How much runway is there still to go for new store growth, considering that still roughly half the market is um, independence? I still think there's, there's enough opportunity for, for growth uh, because... I've said this repeatedly, we can get to 900 stores in South Africa. So if you exclude the 39 stores in the neighboring countries, there's circa almost 200 stores that we can open comfortably uh, in the South African market. And our vision is to have a pharmacy in every single store, immaterial of the the environment or where, if it's high LSM, low LSM, if the customer is wealthy or not. Our vision is to have a pharmacy in every single click store so we can bring high quality, good value access to healthcare to the citizens of the country. And how did you see this strategy of yours play out during COVID uh, where uh, obviously consumer shopping behavior was uh, challenged by being locked down. So people went online, but I think people also just shop closer to home as well. That certainly played into the strategy of, of having a clicks uh, close to where people live. And that's correct. Now, what's assisted us over several years is that about 97% of our stores are already in destination shopping centers. So quite frankly, it's been our strategy and really by default that we had to open up more convenience centers. So 74% of our state is now in convenience shopping malls. And I'm planning to open another 25 to 30 new stores in the year. And 90% of those will be in convenient shopping centers. Uh, so that has certainly played in our hands. But you know, with or without COVID, I think the structural trend in economies around the world is towards convenient shopping. That is why you're seeing online retail uh, so strong in the developed markets and growing exponentially in the, in the current South African market. Well, exponentially, your online sales were up by 361%, often admittedly relatively low base for the second half of the financial, and obviously COVID driving that as well. How are you looking to leverage off this newfound appetite and also familiarity that uh, South African shoppers now have uh, with online? They're far more comfortable with it now. Are, are you planning just to continue building your own sort of offerings out or uh, looking also potentially to partner and buy out e-commerce specialists like we saw PMP announce uh, this week with Bottle? I, I would say we already have the capability. What we don't do today is we don't do our logistics. We outsource that. And it's very important uh, that we have a strong relationship with the customer, which I call the last mile. But what we have an app, we have a website, they, they're world-class, you know, I believe. We always make enhancements to them on an annual basis. But if you, if you look at my online sales, although they've grown 200% for the full year, they only make up 1% uh, of my business. So although online will continue to grow, I have no doubt will continue to grow uh, you know, significantly in the country, it's going to take a long time before it becomes a material part of my business. So it's strategically important, but I think it's, it's more defensive than it is a uh, mm. growth strategy. And I still believe that there's a, a lot of room for brick and mortar stores in South Africa. The market here is so polarized, right? Uh, and you need the infrastructure. You need good quality data. You need, uh, you know, transport uh, to be cost effective, et cetera, to be able to, do, to make online work cost effectively as a business. Uh, in, in South Africa. One thing I can say, though, is that our online store is profitable, where you'll find most online businesses aren't. Yeah, still lost leaders to, to an extent. Looking out over the uh, the remainder of this year, it's uh, all important to 
understand the sort of pent-up demand that we're seeing in the market. Um, how how much of a, a Black Friday are we going to have this year? What you know, what kind of Christmas are we going to have? What are you modelling in terms of your expectations uh, for the, the the final quarter of this year, which is always a big one for retailers? Yeah. Well, the trend over the last three years is that the Black Friday period has actually become. Uh, in a way bigger. The spike is bigger than, than you see in Christmas. And the challenge with that is it pulls the money forward into November, making December far more muted than it mm. used to be. And and with you know customers are having less money, et cetera, gifting uh, has seen slower growth over several years. So I, I think Black Friday this year uh, will be bumper. You know, everyone's looking for bad value. Food is a big part of the purchases actually over the Black Friday period, big ticket items. Now, what I'm saying to customers, and I, and I continue to say that, we're running promotions today, is, you know, why wait for Black Friday? Because you can find great value products every single day in, in a tech store. Uh, so we're not, we're not dependent on the Black Friday turnover to keep our business running because we offer great value every single day. Mm. Black Friday period, though, is you have to invest in that because there's just so much demand and footfall, right, over that weekend that you, you have to be actively involved in that as well. But I, I do think it'll be a tougher Christmas period, personally, and so we will be driving market-leading offers over the Christmas period as well that's potentially unmatched uh, in the marketplace. Now, Vikesh, some say that you acquiesce to the EFF hooliganism too easily. Now that the dust has settled, would you have done anything differently with the benefit of hindsight? Uh, certainly not, uh, because I would say to you there were trade-off decisions. You know, We followed the legal route, or we had a, an, an interdict, and the most important thing uh, for me over that period was taking care of my staff and my customers. Their safety was of a real priority uh, to me. There was probably never going to be a good or bad decision. You know, There were just trade-off decisions. But I believe it was the appropriate decision, and our businesses, uh, our, my business was continuously running up and running again within four days, and our customers and staff were safe. Mikesh Ramsunder, Click CEO, reporting back on uh, exceptionally good results. Uh, and that's it for tonight. My thanks to uh, Matava Taba Radebe and Andres Maklangu, Richard Koch with the full works up next in Joburg, and San Mohammed in the Jazz Lounge in Cape Town. Good night.